Hello, this is the playground, and I am Juliani. Um, thank you so much for coming to listen. This is episode two, and I'd like to start off this episode by saying that oh my god, <laughs> okay, this is why I'm starting the episode off by saying this. I think I need to learn how to do some voice exercises before I record these episodes because I feel like my voice is on the constant verge of cracking all the time and just that's just not appealing on any level and um I've been listening to Emma Chamberlain's podcast the name is eluding me right now but if I remember it I will definitely um, give credit where credit is due, but I just think it's so amazing how she's able to talk for such a long period of time without having any weird breaks or anything like that, because my brain can only work at a certain level for so long until it gets to the point where I really just have no thoughts, and I just cannot produce anything, um, interesting to listen to. That being said, I did try to um, record this episode earlier this morning and oh my goodness, it did not go well to say the least. So here I am back at it again. We'll see how this goes. And um, today's song I have chosen is Mac Miller's Good News. Oh my goodness, I just have so much appreciation for uh, Mac Miller and the music he has created, and I think that he's an artist that I frequently go back to and listen to all the time, and I highly recommend listening to his music. He has such a wide variety. I'm sure there is something in, in his repertoire that will um, resonate with you. His music is so authentic and vulnerable to me, and there are so many moments where I feel like he's able to narrate experiences of my life that I didn't even know I had experienced prior (laughs) before listening to his music. And I also think when you listen to his music so much, you're able to really see him grow as an artist, which is a really beautiful thing as a listener to experience. Um, I always like seeing how an artist is able to grow through their music, through their lyrics, through their sound. Um, I chose this song specifically because I feel like I relate to the title, Good News. I feel like I have been trying to perpetuate, um, good, (laughs) manifest, rather, I I don't even know if that's the right word, I've been trying to present myself in a good light, not only because I started this new podcast, but also just to friends and family, um, I I have been struggling a little bit, I have, and... I mean, that's not really news. I want to exactly 
advertise to the world, but I also think it's really important to accept all aspects of life, even things that you're not proud of. So without further ado, I am going to play for you Mac Miller's Good News. Spent the whole day in my head Do a little spring cleaning I'm always too busy dreaming Well, maybe I should wake up instead A lot of things I regret But I just say I forget Why can't it just be easy? Why does everybody need me to stay? Oh, I hate the feeling when you're high, but you're underneath the ceiling Got the cards in my hand, I hate them Yeah Get everything I need and I'm gone But it ain't stealing Can I get a break? I wish that I could just Get out my goddamn way What is it to say? There ain't a better time than today Waiting on the other side 
that was the song. And kind of like what I was mentioning before was that I think I specifically chose this song for today's episode because I feel like lately I've been trying to present myself in a specific way. And I think this part of me that has been kind of curating how I'm being perceived by other people is something that is not new. Like, it's not just this week I'm trying to present myself as something. I think that um, a really relatable anecdote to this would be when I was taking a personality quiz and um, this my friend was watching me take it and I chose an answer that was authentic to myself and how I truly felt. And this person was like, wow, that's surprising that you chose that answer. And it just made me think about how I present myself one way, but I'm feeling and experiencing something totally different. And again, I think this is just a great song and I really do like Mac Miller. And it's even relatable currently, not just in that moment with the personality quiz, but lately, again, I just have been feeling like there is a pressure to present myself a specific way. Not only because it's like the beginning of a new semester, but it's also because I'm starting a new job or because I have a new podcast or because I feel the need to upkeep some sort of presentation. I've been um, reflecting and showing people that I know. Uh, Let's get into the song. Look at the lyrics and see what comes out of it. The first line is, I spent the whole day in my head and oh my goodness, how I relate to this. I think that this line can be interpreted a lot of different ways, but in this song in particular, I just because of the nature of the song and what I was thinking about, I interpreted this as you can spend so much time in your head mentally thinking about things, things that you want to do, things that you want to say, but there's such a huge difference between thinking something and then taking action. And I actually took a class, what was it, last year, so fall, oh my gosh, was it two years ago? I think it was fall 2020, where the whole class was literally just about pragmatism and a philosopher named John Dewey. And it was literally all about how one needs to be pragmatic. They need to take action. That's the only way to learn, the only way to experience life, the only way to grow is to take action. And the next line is, got the cards in my hand, I hate dealing. And this to me is like having the responsibility of your life and having to make a decision. And I think when you're living in your shoes, decisions can be so difficult to make because everything is so nuanced, everything is great, nothing seems to be very straight cut. And something that helps me make decisions in life is when I think back to the game, 
episode. If you've never heard of it, go download it right now. It's called Episode, and it's essentially a story narrative game where you're a character in the story plot, and in order to progress to the game, you need to choose... You need to make decisions. You need to make decisions for the character and what happens next. And based off of those decisions, your your story could go, you know, one of two, three, four ways. I'm not entirely sure the algorithm for that game, but your decision essentially matters. And when I am scared to make a decision, which is more frequent than not, sometimes what I will do, if I remember to do this, is to pretend as if, my life is episode and I do this because it simplifies the issue for me in my mind for example let's take this this example is should I tell my crush that I like them or not and in my mind before trying to shape my life into a game I can see thousands of different options and what ifs and everything is so complicated and convoluted but when i think about my life as if it were a game of episode it suddenly becomes yes i tell my crush no i tell my crush and when it when you are able to simplify something that just seems so huge and difficult to maneuver i think it can really help you and not only getting to a decision, but also just progressing with life. The next line, I wish that I could just get out my goddamn way. This reminds me of the quote, everything you want is on the other side of fear. And I agree with that. Every decision can progress your life and decisions can be scary. And yes, your life can progress without without overcoming fears. Yes, that is true, but it's very, very unlikely that major things in your life will come to you without a hint of fear, without a little dash of fear. And I think fear is inevitable in so many areas and aspects of our lives, but that doesn't mean that we have to let fear get in the way of what we want and I think that when I think about the pre previous example I just posed of do I tell my crush whether or not I like them the fear is that they will reject you and say I do go up to them and I express my feelings and they don't feel the same way and I get rejected I think that is an opportunity of yes this person rejected me but now all these other doors have opened because I know that door is closed. And so I think when you're able to go outside of what is making you be held captive, you're able to expand and grow and learn and experience so much more. And I'm pretty sure John Dewey would agree with me on that one. The next line, good news, good news, good news. That's all they want to hear. This is really interesting to me because I am working on trying to be more communicative about things that I'm not proud of. 
An example would be when I did a study abroad in Florence. It was an amazing experience. I am incredibly privileged to have been able to do that, but I was struggling with my mental health. And I feel a little, I feel conflicting feelings about struggling with my mental health during such an amazing, beautiful time in my life because, because I have a feeling sometimes that when I think about how privileged that experience was, I shouldn't have been dealing with my reality of my mental health. And whenever I spoke to my family and friends, I would try to present the idea that I was having the most wonderful, most glorious time in Florence when that really wasn't the case. And this quote, when it says good news, that's all they want to hear. I wonder if truly, if good news is all I want to hear, if good news is all I want to present. And I think that being self-aware of what you're projecting onto other people is an incredibly important concept and ability to have. And when I think about the people who care about me and who are close to me, I think that they want to hear what's actually happening in my life and they want to know if something is not right because then not only will that strengthen our relationship but also because at the end of the day they do care for me and I I would think that they would want to be there for me and I really want to work on being able to express news whether it be good or bad. And this is similar to life, how life isn't black or white. News isn't good or bad. It should just be your reality. And I definitely have had experiences where I only share what is what might sound to be interesting, inspiring, exciting, and not so much the parts where... I'm struggling, where I'm really in need of a helping hand. The next line is, no, they don't like it when I'm down. And again, this really goes back to, is it them that doesn't appreciate it when I'm down? Or is it me? Do I not like it when I'm down? This is something that I struggled with when I was in Florence because going there, I knew no one. And I really wanted to put my best foot forward. And so when I present myself to new people, I am try, I try to have high energy smiles. And I sometimes worry that because I present myself in such a high energy fashion that once someone is friends with me, that's all they'll ever want me to be is high energy, fun, down for anything. 
And yes, I think there are times when I am high energy and exciting and fun and down for everything, but that I'm not always that. And I remember when I was struggling with my mental health in Florence, I became really self-conscious about not letting people see me when I was not feeling great because I was so embarrassed of how drastically different my personality was when I wasn't feeling 10 out of 10. And I, I isolated myself and I didn't show many people my true colors when I was struggling. And I luckily had wonderful friends who were there to make sure that I was okay and to check up on me. And that was, I, I appreciate them more than anything. And I'm so grateful that they were there for me. And I, this line reminds me of a quote John Mulaney said, I can't remember if it was in an interview or in a comedy stand-up, but something about how he is scared that people won't like him when he's not his full comedic self. And I, I really do relate to that because when people become addicted and interested in the most shiny version of yourself that you present, I think you also get addicted to how people react when you are your best, shiniest self. And I think there's always a strive to be better, to be your best self. And you know, sometimes that's not possible. Sometimes you need to stumble a little bit. Sometimes you're not your best self and that's okay. And I think this goes back to everything you want is on the other side of fear. If you were to present yourself in a manner that wasn't in your perception 10 out of 10, the people who don't approve of you are probably not, oh no, no, no. They're definitely not the right people for you. And the people who stick around when they see you struggling, those are your people. Those are the people you need to keep close. And I think there's a real want for human connection, authentic human connection. And one is really only able to test out real human connection is when you're able to show your true authentic self, whether it be if you're feeling one out of 10 or when you're 10 out of 10. Humans are dynamic creatures. We're not the same static version of ourselves every single day. And People are constantly changing and evolving and to really show your ever-changing colors is something that is so scary because it means you're being vulnerable with whichever what color you are that day, whichever number you're feeling that day, that it takes vulnerability. It takes vulnerability to show up authentically and to express if you are struggling and you do need a helping hand. The line, when it ain't that bad, it could always be worse, 
reminds me of comparative suffering. There is no good that comes out of comparative suffering. Everyone is going through something. It doesn't mean that they're not suffering if you don't think that their suffering is as bad as yours. It, it honestly makes your suffering feel worse when you tell yourself, oh, I should not be feeling this way because someone else has it worse. I was comparative suffering in Florence and I still comparative suffer because I am in a mindset that I, I shouldn't be suffering because I am in a very, very privileged place. I am able to go to school. I live in a in an apartment. I have friends that love and care about me. And yes, everyone is suffering. And that definitely should not mean that you should minimize your feelings because everyone is going through a different story. Everyone's story is different. And that's the beauty of it. And to accept your story for what it is and stop comparing it to everything else will give you peace. There's this quote that says, comparison is a thief of joy. It is also the maker of more suffering. So I know it can be really difficult to not compare yourself, especially in today's day and age where everything is online and everyone just seems to be having the most amazing time at all times. That is why when I get into a state where I am struggling, where I'm not feeling that well, definitely not on social media. I, even when I'm feeling great, I do not look at people's stories. I think that I don't need to, number one, yeah, I have a rant about stories. I do not need to know what everybody is doing at any given time. I do not need to know that you are getting a coffee and having a donut at 10 in the morning and that you had the most productive day and you just signed the Nobel Peace Prize and you are the winner of several different Academy Awards and also the winner of a Pulitzer Prize. That is great for you. I love that for you. But again, when you're living your life, that should be your main focus. The next line, well, so tired of being so tired. This line reminds me of my senior year in high school. Oh my gosh. The amount of sleep deprivation I experienced was out of this world. And it's so interesting to me because when I got out of my senior year in high school, I was just so ready to sleep. And I slept so much. And yet, I never felt rested. And I think it's, what I find interesting about that is that students are taught to be productive, to work, to use their energy on things that'll fulfill and complete a task but we're never really taught how to recharge. And to this day, I am still trying to figure out how do I recharge? What does that mean to me? And 
I have found that being present, being mindful, those are things that help me reset and recharge. And I'm, I have so much to learn, too. I'm sure there are several different ways one is able to do that. If you know of any, definitely let me know. The next line, why I gotta build something beautiful just to go set it on fire? This to me is self-sabotage. And yes, I have partaken in my fair share of self-sabotage. And you know why? It's because of fear. And everything you want is on the other side of fear. Just think about that. I like to gravitate to things that scare me. I know when I feel scared, that is exactly the place I need to be. Does that mean I navigate through those fearful experiences gracefully with great ease? Absolutely not. If anything, I make a complete mess and I embarrass myself, but I go through it and I experience my fear and I feel my fear because I know that whatever I'm fearful of, if I go through it, I'm going to come out a better person who's better equipped to go through the next thing that I fear most. And I think the thing, I used to be a very fearful person, very fearful. I used to definitely gravitate towards things that were familiar and that made me feel good and that were comfortable. And the thing that made me really flip the switch was when... I realized that I was so unhappy with my life because I was so scared to do anything about it. And I really hope that makes sense. I know I'm being very vague here. I think this is um, a story I could go in deeper for a different episode, but and I'll say it again just to make sure I'm making sense. But the thing that made me flip the switch from being fearful to being, in Brene Brown's words, courageous um, or fear-seeking. <laughs> I don't even know if that's the right word. Anyways, um, the thing that made me flip the switch was because I was so unhappy with my life because I was fearful to do anything about it. And I decided that the only way to to make any progression was to get through those fears and get on the other side. And now that there is another side, like I want to make that clear, like life is always like another mountain. Oh my gosh, there's always gonna be another mountain. Um, that was my singing that I'm going to do literally once on this podcast. Actually, no promises. But yeah life is a series of constant battles and challenges there's not going to be an end point and then you're there absolutely not but I think that there is a sense that I feel of my life prior to avoiding fear to now where I do kind of I do fear seek I am always just so intrigued about what I'm scared about and I always run towards it and I think my friends think I'm a little bit crazy which um cannot deny that but there's this quote. I thought it was like, if you're not just a little bit mad, then something, something. Okay. If you know the quote I'm talking about, if you know, you know. The line, wake up to the moon, haven't seen the sun in a while, but I heard that the sky still blue. This makes me think about how when you're in a funk, everything 
seems so terrible. And at the end of the day, the world is still turning. We're still orbiting around the sun. We're still in the galaxy. That wasn't the best metaphor, question mark? Yeah, pretty sure it was a metaphor. Um, <laughs> but I really, what I mean to say is that if you've heard of rose colored glasses, there should be something called funk tinted glasses where literally everything sucks, is terrible, is just disgusting because you're in this funk. But listen, like there are still normal things like the sun coming up and coming down. There's still sunsets. There's still life outside of those glasses. And <clears throat> when, so COVID 2020, that was a tough year for me. It really was. And I was living in New York at that time alone in a small little apartment and it was it was lonely it really was I moved to New York without knowing anybody because everything was virtual and online and no in-person meetings were allowed I, my social circle was very very small very limited and on top of that I was going through a lot of personal and dramatic changes and I I'm pretty sure my entire 2020 and part of 21 was in a huge funk. And I remember one of the things that helped me see a little bit more clearly was going on a walk, just seeing the outside world. And there's this TikTok trend where it's like, oh my gosh, I am forgetting it. And I feel so sad right now that I cannot remember for the life of me because I see it so much on my Instagram. But it's like going on a stupid walk for my mental health and then it plays that little sound. Yes, going on walks. Just going out of your little bubble can do wonders. And I remember going through this period in my life and I was learning a lot about like Emerson and Thoreau and pragmatism and there was nothing more personally fulfilling and helpful than being pragmatic, be getting out into the world, doing things, moving my body. I mean, moving my body, not in exercise ways, but literally just like going to my job. I worked at Krispy Kreme, literally handing out donuts. That was so, 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 I can't even stress, stress enough. It, it was so important to me. And I, that job really meant a lot to me. The line, there's a whole lot more for me waiting on the other side. This reminds me of just keep swimming, just keep swimming, swimming. Um, just keep going. And I mean, I'm not thrilled that Mac Miller used the on the other side um, line. Because again, I don't, I don't believe there's another side. But... There's this quote where it's like, there are so many people who haven't, who, yeah, who haven't loved you yet. And there is a lot, there is a lot waiting for you. There's a lot to come. And, you know, some of it good, some of it bad, some of it grave, but there's a lot more for you waiting. And I think that is really exciting and thrilling to think about. Lastly, 
then I'll discover that it ain't that bad, ain't so bad. <sighs> yes. I think this is an interesting line for me because I've, one of the questions I've been constantly thinking about is, like, are things full circle? Do you think, will things ever make sense in my life? Will I understand why this happened? Does it mean something? And I'm at a point right now where I don't really think everything has meaning. And I think the meaning really just comes from you. Like, what meaning are you giving to this experience, to this person? And I think humans have the ability, but also the, it's human nature to try and find patterns, to make sense of things, to connect the dots. And while that is great to connect the dots and find patterns, sometimes things just are. It doesn't need to be part of a pattern. It doesn't need to be part of a bigger scheme. It doesn't need to be part of a bigger story. Some things just are. Some things just happen and they suck. Some things just happen and it's the best thing ever. Will it make sense in the grander scheme of things? I don't know. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. Will the things that don't fit into the narrative that you've constructed be forgotten? Even though they might have meant something huge to you at the time? I don't know. That's really up to you to decide. Something I'm still trying to decide right now. I think it'll be really interesting to get old enough to a point where I can look back and connect the dots and decide whether or not things matter, things happen for a reason. I, this whole COVID thing really makes me think things don't happen for a reason. Things happen and people, humans, make meaning out of it. And that is beautiful. That is today's episode. Um, I'm very scared because I definitely feel like I said some pretty incriminating things on here. Also, possibly really controversial things. This is scary for me to put out, which is why I'm going to put it out. And I hope you enjoyed. Come back for the next episode. Bye. Oh my god, wait. Also, I have to say this. Oh my god, I'm saying this at the end. Please listen to my um, episodes on two times the speed. They sound so much better. All right, that is all I have to say. Thank you so much for listening and come back for the next episode. Bye. Wait, oh my God, I also forgot to say this too. I'm so, I'm new at this. I'm, I'm a new podcaster. Definitely please check out my Instagram. It is, I'm going to look it up on my phone right now. The username is The Playground Radio Show. That's it. Please check it out. Okay, bye.